listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. Hey, Colorado Springs, Chris Lopez and Jenny Bayless here. And today we're going to be talking to you about a recent fourplex that Jenny and a client closed on in Colorado Springs. And it's only a couple weeks old at the time recording this podcast. So it's a fresh fourplex for us to talk about. Good morning, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Chris? Really good. I always uh, love seeing numbers down from the spring. So I'm excited to, to hear about the client and hear about the details on this property. Yeah, this one is really good. So I'm excited about this one too. Great. So before we jump in the spreadsheet here, just set us up on the basics for uh, what the client was looking for and a little bit about the property. Yeah. So these clients are actually uh, clients of yours and Preston's. I think they bought a, a condo up with you guys um, a year or so ago and yep. they wanted to uh, really maximize leverage was kind of their key strategy for this. So they wanted to take advantage of the really low interest rates that we've been seeing, and they wanted to be able to purchase um, basically the biggest bang for their buck, for their leveraged buck um, on that. So fourplex was really on their radar because they were able to acquire the most number of units, um, wrap it all into one loan, and, and just... Uh, basically write out the low interest rates on that. So um, we had been looking for quite a long time, I would say probably five or five or so months um, for this particular couple. Um, and we finally uh, had the chance to uh, get a really good property under contract. Um, it actually it was an interesting story because we had submitted an offer back in March on this on this property. And I had gotten a call early May from the listing agent saying, Hey, we're about to fall out um, of the current contract. What do you guys think? So I called back up the clients. They said, "Yep, we're still interested in it." Um, she had called a couple other people that had submitted offers as well, but um, I had ended up submitting a backup offer like within an hour of her calling me. Um, so because that was basically in front of their face. That's <laughs> they went with us um, because we had that ready to go for them. Yeah. And speed definitely matters. So I'm going to switch over the spreadsheet now and then we can start doing run through the numbers. Sounds good. All right. You can see this on the screen, right, Jenny? I can. All right. Good. All right. So for everyone listening out there, you guys know the drill. This is on the YouTube channel and also in our blog post. All right, so I got the spreadsheet up here, and Jenny, we're looking at a this fourplex in the Springs, which is a four-unit and an investment property. What mm -hmm. was the purchase price on it? So it was originally under contract for six twenty-five, but we negotiated to six nineteen due to inspection. Okay, so a couple questions on there. What do you remember? What was originally listed at. It was originally listed at six twenty-five. Okay, and um, I believe the uh, the prior person had it under contract for six forty something, mm. and it only appraised at five seventy, and they did not have a large enough gap to to cover that. So that's really why the previous deal fell apart. And interestingly enough. Uh, our appraisal came back at 625. 
So say that again. The first appraisal came back at 570-something? 570. 570. First buyers had to terminate because they that was a, a big difference. And then yours yes. came back right at contract price. Yes. So this is, uh, <laughs> you know, for everyone listening on here, we have many colorful conversations, I would say, maybe in our in our team meetings and our, you know, our phone calls, Jenny, with just how appraisals work. And this is same property within a very short time window and a difference mm-hmm. of $50,000. And guess yeah, what? I, I had mentally prepped the clients like, okay, I think you guys just have to prepare to bring the difference because um, basically they said that they were only going to take our contract if we did a full appraisal gap, uh, unlimited appraisal gap. And I said, okay, you know, we're, we're ready for it. And believe it or not, it came back and they didn't have to bring anything additional other than their down payment and closing costs. Well, that worked out well. And that's one of the, yes. <laughs> the interesting and frust- frustrating things about appraisals is both of those appraisers, they are correct. Um, yep. And that's just, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of art and subjective opinion in appraisals. And that's how properties are appraised for lenders. All right. So you got 619 appraisal came in. And from your perspective, you know, a four plus, it's around 620, you know, is a low price point to me, Jenny. But were you surprised mm-hmm. when the first appraisal came in low? Like you know the say, market. I would say no, I was not surprised. And then as you said, no, I was not surprised when it came back at 625 because fourplexes down here, they're kind of all over the map right now. Um, they're definitely trending on the upward side pretty significantly and, and pretty quickly. Um, so I was not really surprised about the large variance between the two. Okay. As as strange as that sounds. And so acquisition cost. So they were all in at about 15,000. So I put 13,500, uh, plus the, the additional 1500 down there. Okay. And then no seller credits. And you said you negotiated like $5,000 off for inspection. Yeah, six. Mm-hmm. Anything big or just small stuff? It's just small stuff. Um, they have an exterior balcony system, and um, it just really needed some couple of replacement boards, painting, um, just kind of exterior maintenance. The interiors of all the units were pretty pretty well equipped. There's just some exterior uh, items that needed some work. Okay. And so for initial repair cost. Or do they have that penciled in that? So we put in zero because really nothing needs to be done right now. Um, I think that they, they're just going to probably wait until something needs to be taken care of. So within their reserves budget. That makes sense. And down payment, I'm assuming 25%. 25%. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 30-year fixed mortgage? Yes. And what that interest rate coming at? 3.875. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that slower than I was expecting. Plex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's great. So they're sub 4% on a fourplex. Um, mm-hmm. What are the rents like on this building? They are all $1,000. All right. And what about just uh, upside in rents, utility bill back? What's all that? What's the situation like on this property? Yeah, so it's a hundred percent utility bill back. I believe that. Don't think that there's gas on this property. Um, electric is individually metered, and then um, the the prior landlord wrote into the lease that basically he gets the the water and sewer bill. 
divvies it up between four and, and bills back each of the tenants um, based on that. And then um, trash is an owner expense um, at about $60 a month. So pretty low uh, utility costs at that point. All right. So um, you said trash was 60 a month? Mm-hmm. All right. So 720 bucks a year. Electric is probably close to zero unless there's some common areas. Uh, there's no common areas. So I would say zero for the um, owner and then uh, water and sewer would be would be net zero as well. Okay. Because the thousand dollars a month in rent you gave us, that's just the rent cost. And then whatever the, if the monthly water bill is a hundred dollars, the owners are saying, Hey, everyone, you owe us 25 bucks a piece. Exactly. All yep. right. So we'll leave, we'll leave that out. Um, vacancy 3%, rent appreciation, 3% property management. Yeah. So they are getting it professionally managed at I believe, uh, 8%. So we'll put in 10% for all the, um, you know, additional costs and everything. Yeah, so 8% actual plus 2% extra. And repairs and maintenance. I would like to use 8% on that. No HOA. No HOA. Okay. Real estate taxes. $1,750 a year. Insurance. And then $1,900 a year. And then we said water and sewer is, uh, well, zero, and that's out. Trash is 720 for the year. Electric is zero landscaping and snow removal <laughs> so there's really no grass um at this place it's all zero escape so honestly they could probably just pay somebody to come by and pull weeds every once in a while um and the parking lot is rather small and gravelly so i, I said 600 a year um which i think is probably probably appropriate for for this building okay so i mean 50 bucks a month i mean give or take a few bucks that's gonna make a difference on anything all right anything else on the operating data no i don't think so um you know i do think that there is an upside on rents on this one um i think that you could probably get 1050 to 11 um on this building as they turn so um but a thousand is really good as well Okay. And so all the leases are in place, but as the tenants or the leases expire, the new owners will try to bump up the rents, keep them in place or get new tenants at that 1050 to 11 range. Exactly. There's actually uh, one unit that the tenant moved out while we were under contract. Um, so the, the buyers decided to leave that empty. They didn't want the, the seller to, to fill it. Um, that way they can have their property manager um, select the tenant and um, get that one operating most efficiently. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. So going to the cash flow section here, let's see what these numbers pencil out to be. So all in about $177,000 for down payment, closing costs, all that stuff. So about 177. Mm -hmm. Gross annual rental income is about $48,000 a year. Subtract out vacancy, subtract out repairs and expenses, and it leaves you a net operating income of about $36,800 minus the annual debt service of $26,000. And we're looking at an annual cash of about $10,500. So 6% cash on cash and just under a 6% cap rate. This is a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. I was very happy. Uh, 
for them on this one. Yeah. So let's go back here and look at if we can bump up the rinse. So if we bump up the rinse to what, 1050, right? Or do you think yeah. it'll go for 1100? I think in their current states, probably 1050, if they did a little bit of, you know, TLC to it, probably 1100. Okay. So we'll leave it at 1050. So that bumps up to about 12,600 a year in cash, so about $1,000 a month. So definitely some very great potential with this property right here. So I'm gonna go back and change it to a thousand. I should have thought this out better. <laughs> All right. So going back and changing those rents and you look down at the overall return on investment and we're seeing a 20% plus return based on cash flow, appreciation, debt pay down and depreciation about 24, 24% mm -hmm. return of the money or about $42,000 a year in total annual returns. It's pretty good. Yeah, so it's really good. I mean, like, <laughs> because finding properties in the high five cap rates, multis, I mean, that's, those are harder and harder to find down there, right? Oh, they've been extremely hard. Um, a lot of the fourplexes that we had been analyzing, um, me, me and the, the buyers, they, they were basically break even. Um, and we're just like, well, I don't understand why anyone would want to buy a fourplex at, at break even. Um, cause there's a lot of, you know, a lot more work involved, uh, for that. So you kind of want to get, <laughs> you kind of want to get paid a little bit better, um, on that end. So yeah, this was kind of a diamond in the rough and just kind of right place, right time, uh, situation. Great. Well, any yeah. other comments or about this property, the numbers? No, I don't think so. I'm yeah. I think that this is just a really solid property for for these guys i mean if i had two hundred thousand dollars laying around i'd scoop up something like this yeah i mean it's it's a great cap rate properties in good condition like i don't see what's not to like about it exactly yep and just even with the uh you know the appraisal situation that i think there's probably a sense of comfort that um that the buyers had as well knowing that they're buying it at quote unquote the right price and everything as well so, you know, we got a lot of listeners out there that want to buy multis. So for people listening say, wow, this is a great fourplex. I want to buy something like this. What advice would you give prospective buyers and clients out there? I would say to be patient because this took us many, many months to lock down. Um, and, you know, I would say if, if you're looking to do this within the next month or so, you know, I can't promise that we'll have that opportunity. Um, we put in a lot of offers. We looked for many months and this one finally um, came around for us. So yeah, it, it's not a, a frequent occurrence that someone is going to sell a good fourplex like this one. All right. Well, Jenny, this has been great. I always appreciate these deal analyses. So thank you. And if people can get a hold of you to talk about it, they can always email you, Jenny at EnvisionREA.com or just come to our website, go to the consultation form, fill it out. That comes to me and Jenny and, you know, who, whatever market looking in, looking at, one of us will get back to you. So Jenny, thanks a lot. Thanks, Chris.